You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, happy Monday and welcome to the Church Life Podcast. I hope that you were able to gather with us yesterday uh, as we gathered for worship and we continued our First Fruits sermon series. If you weren't able to be in worship, you know, you can live stream it today and see the whole service or you can go to the sermon podcast and listen to the audio from the sermon. Who knows, maybe the Lord will use it in your life or let you share it with somebody else. Well, today as we just keep talking about our life as a church, um, I've got one of our interns, a good friend of mine, Hannah Melaine Jackson with us. So, hey, Hannah Malane. Hi, it's so nice to be here. Uh, so, Hannah Malane, um, the content of our podcast today is going to be about a trip that you made to North Africa recently. But before we get into that, hey, a lot of the church might not know you super well yet. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Uh, where are you from? What are you doing these days? And how long have you been a part of our church? Hi, church family. Um, I am a William Carey student um, in my sophomore year there. I'm Christian Ministries and Psychology double major, pursuing a degree um, potentially in counseling and hopefully working in youth ministry one day. I've enjoyed being here at Carterville since October of last year where I found a home here and then began working here over the summer as the youth ministry intern for the girls and just enjoying doing life here. I'm originally from Wiggins, Mississippi and moved to Hattiesburg when I started school at William Carey. Hey, that's pretty solid. Thanks, Hannah Malane. So you spent a little bit of time over the holidays uh, with some missionary friends who serve in North Africa. And that's as specific as we'll get location-wise, but tell me just a little bit about how that trip impacted you, um, and then we'll talk about some prayer requests for the country. But how did that trip in- impact you? I was able to take a trip um, over Christmas break with some missionary friends of mine to go back home and see their family. It was really awesome just to be able to be in a missionary home for about a month and just to see what day-to-day life looks like because a lot of times we don't really get to hear what what it looks like to see the day-to-day. The main focus that this family has, a lot of their um, ministries right now are not the same as they were because of just stuff with the government that's going on, which I'll talk about more in the prayer request section of this. But right now their ministry looks like a lot of just life on life and bringing people into their home. Like we were able to have an engagement party for some of the families there, and that brought a lot of people into the community uh, from the community into a shared space, and the gospel was able to be shared in that way. And just having little ways to work the gospel into everyday life. Like one of um, the kids had a birthday party and they were able to bring a lot of their Muslim friends into the home. And then also having people come in and work for them and also just having that life-on-life discipleship and just seeing that lived out was super, super cool for me just to be able to see that. So that was some of the just the practical day-to-day life. And then also I got to see some really cool places and just experience another culture. Excellent. Well, we're glad you made it back and you're back serving at Carterville because you, you're making a difference in our student ministry and with our girls. So way to go, Hannah Malane. 
Hannah Mullane, from your experience in North Africa, um, how could you encourage your church family today to be praying for the missionaries or for others? So a lot of people listen to the podcast, you know, on their way to work in the morning, driving to school, coming home from the gym, their morning walk, putting on their makeup. But as they're kind of getting their routine started or wrapping up their day or whatever, or maybe it's in the middle of the day and you're, you know, finishing some chores, listening to the podcast, you've got the opportunity to hear from our sister, Hannah Mullane, uh, with some prayer requests that she's recently developed. So Hannah Mullane, what are some of the ways that you think our church family could be praying uh, specifically? Yes, yes. Um, one of the ways, the major ways that you can be praying for um, the people of North Africa, specifically the believers there, because in the particular country, in the particular setting that they live in, they have to give up everything. They can give up their families, their jobs, their retirement. Um, they've had instances where maybe um, the man of the house became a believer and the wife took the kids and left him because it's just such a cultural thing to be Muslim in this country. Like, it's not really heard of to be a believer. It's illegal. They can go to jail. There's just a lot of um, hard things surrounding being a believer. So just the strength of the believers and also the courage for the believers to be able to, the national believers to be able to meet together. The American believers there um, have group time each week, but specifically for the courage of the national believers. And some other prayer requests that I have, specifically for the missionaries as well who are stationed there, that they would continue to have courage to live in such a way that is bold um, and also know when to speak up, when to not say anything, because living in North Africa, they're not supposed to be there as believers. They can't be there as missionaries, and that also goes along with a lot of their work the reasoning for them being in country um, this year was shut down because of the government. And this has been a great discouragement for them in this particular season, but the Lord's working through that because it's super difficult for them to get residency there. Um, because if they're going to start a business, then the government doesn't want them taking away jobs from the people there. Yeah, I want to make this point because some of our listeners for our podcast are, are Carterville kids or mm -hmm. young adults or college students, high school students. And what some of us don't realize is that in these days, especially in more closed countries, uh, for missionaries to be able to be present, they have to have a platform. In other words, another job or a business that they can use that will benefit the country where they serve. So for them to be able to come in and do their missionary work, you know, they've got to be an engineer or, or an agricultural specialist or a, a business leader or somebody who can, you know, teach English as a second language. But in other words, they've got to be able to come in and add some marketable skill that the country actually wants mm -hmm. or the country's not going to let them stay and they can't serve and represent Christ. That said, if God is calling you at a young age to serve on the mission field, one of the things that you probably need to do is to get a good education and prepare yourself with a skill set so that you can go into one of these countries that are closed to other people and be marketable and useful to them so that you can stay as a, as a missionary. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, even if you don't go with a missions organization, um, um, you know, like the International Mission Board for our churches or some other missions board, uh, you may still go and live in another culture for the sake of being a missionary, but you can support yourself through your platform and you don't have to have funding you know, from the outside to do so. So if you're young and you're sensing a call from God uh, to, to be marketable all over the kingdom, I know 
ironically, one of the things that you can be doing right now is pay attention in school mm-hmm. and develop some marketable degrees and marketable skills. Mm-hmm. And when it comes um, time to get a college degree, there's also different programs at some of our different Baptist universities. I started off at William Carey as an intercultural studies major, which is basically the missions program there, and it helps you integrate like what you're talking about um, a specific degree set, but also helping you yeah. to take that on the mission field. Right on. And the same thing for church planners. I mean, if, if the Lord's leading you to a North American context as a church planner, you know, it may be that you can impact a local community with the developed skill you have and begin a church out of that. Well, anyway, okay, so Hannah Mullane, what are some of the other prayer requests that you would like to share with our church? Another prayer request specifically um, for the people who are lost that live in this particular country, for soft hearts, and for them to be receptive to the gospel that is being presented to them, that they would be receptive <coughs> and that they would have questions and that they would have a sense of unrest in their current situation because a lot of them are happy living the way that they are. As so many, um, that's also a prayer request for people living in America that are very happy living the way that they are and just to pray that people would not have peace and people would be drawn towards Christ in that. Awesome. So those are the prayer requests that um, were presented to me and the ones that I picked up on while I was there. So Hannah Mullane, we don't usually do this on the podcast. In fact, this may be the first time we've ever done this on the podcast, but because of the nature of your of your visit with me today, would you like to lead the church family in the first of these prayers? And I know that uh, some people, you don't have to stop and bow your head wherever it is that you're driving, please, right now. You just let Hannah Mullane pray for us. Um, but if you would just lead us in a short and focused prayer about these, and then our church family can develop these prayers throughout the day and pray more. But Hannah Mullane, why don't you pray for us? Okay. Um, Dear Lord, I just come before you with a heart of gratitude for allowing me to spend time in North Africa and just to see firsthand um, the work that you are doing there and the people there. Lord, I pray for soft hearts for um, so many people who are living in darkness, Lord. I pray that um, they would just not have peace in their current situations and that they would be looking for something better, something better. that brings them closer to you, Lord. I pray um, for the missionaries there that they would know who to talk to and when to talk and when to be bold um, and that they would just have their courage from you, Lord. And also I pray for the believers who are already in country, Lord. I pray that they would have courage to stand and courage to live this life um, in surrender to you, Lord, even though that costs them everything. I just thank you for the opportunity to go, and I just thank you so much for believers here in America and also overseas, Lord. And I just thank you for all that you're doing, and your sons are we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks, Hannah Mullane. Church family, be faithful in prayer, and who knows what God may call you to be a part of.